our new bestie has changed how we track our investments. Why have over 400,000 investors chosen ShareSite? It's simple. This online investment dashboard for your investment portfolio supports over 500,000 stocks, ETFs, and funds, plus integrated with more than 200 platforms, ensures your entire investment portfolio is organized and accessible in one place. Move beyond the limited insights from brokerage statements. ShareSite offers a comprehensive view of your financial performance, including analyzed reports, dividend gains, and the impact of currency fluctuations, all through intuitive graphs and visualizations. But here's the best part. For the investee besties out there, ShareSite is offering a special deal. Save four months when you purchase an annual premium plan. It's time to dive deep into performance metrics, streamline tax reporting, and share your portfolio with ease. Join the link in the episode description to sign up to ShareSite now and transform your investment experience. Hello, today's Thursday, which means we're bringing you Girls That Startup, a weekly series where we spill the tea on how to create a seven-figure side hustle because no one saves their way to wealth. You're joined today by Sim, a seven-figure business owner, and with me is Maya, an entrepreneur in the making. Hello, Maya. Kia Sim. KTP here. How are you? You know what? I was doing well, but Maya and I had a conversation the other night where she was like, I want to get my nails done, but I don't really know what color to get them done. And she was like, I don't want to paint them. She has like a couple of nail polishes. She's like, I don't want to paint them like a deep red. She's like, I don't want to paint them a deep red, like a deep maroon. It's like old lady nail polish. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, like this. And I like <laughs> showed her my nails, which are the exact deep maroon yes. old lady. And she was like, yeah, just like that. So now every time I look at my hand, I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> Am I old lady? Hey, they don't look old lady on you. Yes, they do. Because I said to you, I was like, yeah. oh, like this? Do they look old? And you were like, yes. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I guess they do. It's just, I think there are other colors that suit our skin tone and maybe age a little bit better. I can't believe you're being ageist to nail polish. Like <laughs> I have never heard this out of you. No, it's it's just kind of what I imagine like a middle-aged lady color to wear. It's a lovely color. This is the time for me to tell you that this is my favorite nail polish color. Like this is my go-to. Like I feel so good when I have deep maroon nail polish on. Then keep wearing it. <laughs> Guys, it doesn't look bad. I just, when I wear that color on me. You can't even say it. I, well, because I also think my color is darker than yours. Like yours is like a brighter red. Mine's like quite deep and I have, I'm like, oh, it's giving old lady. Yours isn't giving old lady. And you know what? What's wrong with it giving old lady? Like what's wrong with me? I want to be older. I want to be wiser. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, you wear whatever color empowers you and that is completely fine. I just will not wear that color. (laughs) All right. Well, it's good to know. I just want to gift it to you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'll I'll keep that in mind. Well, what are we talking about this week, Maya? Uh, We are talking about mentors, how to find a business mentor and how it changed your life. I cannot wait. I feel like growing up, like I didn't come from the world of 
business. I didn't have, like, I don't know what these terms meant. Like the idea of a mentor, I was like, oh, like a tutor, like someone that Mm. teaches me. Like it just was so weird. I was like, where do you find them? Like mentors.com. Like it just was not something that was a part of my life. I didn't know anyone that had a mentor. I didn't know someone that was a mentor. And I didn't even know someone that was getting mentoring. So I just don't feel like you talk about it. You're not like, oh, I'm going off to have lunch with my mentor. Or you're not like, oh, yeah, I'm like teaching someone how to grow their business. Like it's just, it wasn't for me. So I'm really excited about this episode because it is for the people that are maybe where I was and I just want to break it down, share everything I've learned because I still remember the questions I used to have. Yeah, well, it's kind of similar to networking in my head. Mm -hmm. It's like this thing that typically people know about, but you kind of don't know how to get there, really what it's about, how to find a mentor and all of that kind of stuff. And actually, is it like legit? Is it worth it kind of having a mentor? So let's just break it down to the basics. How important are mentors in business? I used to, this is my controversial old opinion, and I'm glad Mm -hmm. that I am allowing myself to change and question long held beliefs, but I used to believe that they weren't necessary. Like I imagine myself driving a car and this is my car that is on a lane called my business. And I usually just stay in my lane. You know, like I'm not really, (laughs) I'm not really looking around on other people's lanes. I'm not trying to get in their lane. I'm just staying in my lane. And to visualize this, I would just like look at other people and see them parked to the side, having lunch with someone and saying, I've got a mentor. I'm sitting with them and I'm talking with them. And I'm like, in my head, I used to be like, why are you doing that? You're not driving. Like you're not getting work done. You're just talking to someone and that's a waste of time and just like get in the car and figure out the road yourself. Like I'm just driving past them, looking at them going, that's silly. That's how I used to view mentorship. Like I, I just didn't think I needed mentors. I didn't want to bother people. That was a huge one. And I was like, who would want to waste their time talking to me, teaching me? Like, who am I? I definitely didn't have any accolades to my name. And yeah, I just didn't, I was like, anything I want to figure out, I can just Google it because I'm very resourceful what a mentor is going to do. And if anything, mm. this was really problematic. I used to think mentors are usually older. Like what will they know about the new world that I'm trying to enter into? Like things have changed. I don't want the old ways of doing things. I want to learn the new ways of doing things. So mm. I really struggled with that. But what changed was the idea that I started noticing a lot of really successful people had mentors. Would you look at that? <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah. And I started to realize like a lot of people when they would say like, you know, how did you get successful? A lot of them would credit their mentors and be like, you know, it was a lot of hard work. It was a lot of luck. And like huge shout out to my mentor, Jack. He was really there for me or like, you know, Rupi, she was able to help me through this and just, you know, it couldn't have been here without their support. And it made me realize as a extremely hyper-independent person that you need mentors, you need people around you, you need their help. And maybe they don't have the same, I don't know, experience as you, or maybe they don't know the tech as well as you or the way people your age think, but they have experience and humans are so similar and we have repeated the same mistakes time and time again and what they've learned over a 20-year or five-year or even three-year career that's ahead of you you can learn that for free or you can learn that much quicker and you take all the mistakes and their learnings that they've 
gone over for so long and you get them in what a 30 minute coffee session are you kidding me that is so valuable Mm. yeah definitely that's really interesting to hear that you didn't find value in mentors at the beginning because to me I view mentors as like your professional business friend who can help you along the way like your kind of support system Mm -hmm. yeah so that's really good to hear that you know you had that mind shift as well because I don't I don't know I just kind of always thought especially people in business just like I don't know when you have a business I just think okay you automatically kind of know these things or you know things like that and so at what point did you start looking for a mentor so this is the thing that I maybe I don't know if it was the best way of doing it but I didn't look for a mentor. I had a mentor find me. And Mm. I remember what happened. This is the most important part of this episode. If you can take anything away, this is it. Never use the word mentor or mentee with these people. So mentee is like me, like me, the person being taught. Like employee. Yeah. Oh, okay. Employer, employee, mentor, mentee. So the mentee is person that gets the mentorship and the mentor is the like person that is helping you Mm -hmm. and I had a mentor who I think it took me a year in to realize they were my mentor I was like wait a minute we're having catch-ups they're giving me advice they're sitting me down and going okay you need to do this differently when I was at your stage this is what I did this is the systems I use hey I've got some advice for you and it almost took me a year to put the M word, not even out loud. I, I don't think I've used it in front of them in my head. I was like, wow, is this my mentor? Is this the thing that I thought didn't have value? Well, yes. I didn't think it didn't have value when I was doing it. Yeah, sorry. That's <laughs> but not like, what I meant. <laughs> yeah, before I had like met them, like I just thought we had become friends. We were business friends and we were helping each other out. I mean, I didn't really have in hindsight, I don't think I was helping them much at all. It was just them helping Banter. Me. You were there for the bantuses. <laughs> I was there for <laughs> friendship and a good time. And so I didn't find a mentor, but what I would recommend if I was starting again, which really helped in my business and actually genuinely helped us get to seven figures, when you meet someone that takes an interest in you, they might be like, hey, I love the work you're doing. Like, can we grab a coffee? And if they've done it before you or they've got a business that's more successful than you, don't say, oh, my God, this is going to be my mentor. But be willing to go out and sit with them. And if they use terminology like I remember when I was where you are or like I rem- you like, remind me of my younger self or like my business is where your business was, like that is terminology of someone basically saying, I want to help you. And it doesn't have to be in this profession. Like a mentor is not – me and Maya sitting down and saying, okay, every month we're going to meet at this cafe. It's more like whenever we feel like it, if you have a problem, reach out to me. If I see something you're doing in your business, I might reach out to you. And we just have this like friendship, which is very casual, but it's with me trying to help your business. And so I didn't reach out to a mentor, but Mm. if I was, it would usually start by finding someone online because I just think we live in a world where it's so much easier to access. You might not be in a city where there's a lot. I live in New Zealand. Where are my mentors in the work that we do? There's not a lot of people. I have found them now, but they're not in my suburb. You know, like you're not going to find them physically. So a lot of the mentors that I found were 
online and we just became friends and we would DM and we would just chat and we would connect. And then after a while, I would be like, oh my God, I've got this issue and they would be willing to help. And that's kind of how it helped. I think I remember one of my friends that I was chatting with, we had like a virtual coffee catch up and they were like, you need to quit your job and do girls and invest full time. You can't be doing this optometry thing forever. You've got a course in you. Like I see it in you. This is something Mm -hmm. that you can totally do. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad you said that because this is how I feel. And I wouldn't have even quit my job if I didn't see someone that I really respected and valued and thought that they were so amazing say that to me. And it was permission for me Mm. to go and do the work. And I literally, I kid you not, I would still be working my nine to five job if it wasn't for their advice to quit my job and take this full time. And so I always like tell people, I'm like Glenn James from My Millennial Money, like I have so much to be thankful for, for that person. But for the longest time, I just thought we were catching up. Mm, That is so interesting, Sim. I didn't even know that because I have heard wonderful things about Glenn James through you and how much his advice has helped you on your journey and things like that. And it's kind of, I think when like reflecting on the conversations that we've had about it, yeah, you didn't at all mention like, oh, he's my mentor or he's helping with business and all of that kind of stuff. So a mentor can easily just start out as a business friend and then usually well someone who has been in the industry longer than you who is able to provide you with some guidance and support and kind of yeah just that helping hand that you need to do things so it's not like I'm thinking I'm not emailing hey googling who are the I guess influential or leadership people in my field and being like hey are you interested in mentoring me (laughs) mentoring me like da 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 okay cool absolutely not yeah okay so friendship it feels very transactional and even like now that I've had a little bit of growth myself in girls that invest and people reach out I find that the people that I mentor, even if it's like on a casual basis, are usually people that have started off as friends and I take like a likening to them. Is that the right word? And Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my God, I see a little bit of me in you, like the way that you're driving, the way that you're super onto it. Like I see the hustle and I see your vision and I know you're going to succeed. And so I'm just I don't want anything out of this, but I'm just excited to share with you my learning so you can get there faster because that's just satisfying to me. And it was really important for me to learn that mentors, honestly, like if someone has made a lot of success and they have retired or they are just, you know, in a really comfortable position, one of the best ways that makes us feel good is actually helping other people get there too. For business owners, every transaction is more than just a swipe of the card. It's the culmination of your hard work, dedication, and commitment to your customers. That's why I'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments. Introducing Tap to Pay on iPhone, powered by Stripe. Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone. And the best part, there's no additional hardware required. 
Think about it. From local pop-ups to global retailers, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So how can Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple. Increased revenue, expanded reach and enhanced customer experience. It's a win, win, win. To learn more about how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. And so I used to wonder, like, why would anyone want to spend half an hour answering my questions? Like, what do they get out of it? And sometimes it's okay to just acknowledge they just want to help. Like, sometimes people are just good. (laughs) Can you believe that? I can because, you know, you've got to believe that people are willing to help. And like when I, you know, if someone sits down with me and they're like, oh my goodness, I'm like really struggling with this. I'm like, oh, no worries. Here's my press kit. This is my media kit. This is how I do this. I'm not expecting anything out of this. But when I was starting, that's what people did for me and it helped me grow. And now that I'm in a position to share my learnings with you, like I think this entire series, like the girls at startup is literally me being like, oh, here's all my industry secrets that I've learned. I'm not getting, Mm. you know, heaps out of it right now these episodes don't have ads on them like we <laughs> we will eventually we'll get around we to will. it yeah but it's just it comes down to yeah accepting help and knowing that it comes from a good place and knowing that when you grow because you will you should and will want to do that to other people and it's just this passing along of wealth of knowledge mm. okay so it's more about like networking mm mm-hmm networking to meet people in the business and then when you come across someone who has taken a liking to you or you have to them and just kind of focusing on building that relationship exactly and like if I was looking for a mentor let's say I was getting started and I wasn't in this space I would just follow a few leaders on Instagram of people that have companies that I really like like let's say I wanted to start a underwear company and I was like look this is me being genuine. I think there is space in the market for a new underwear brand. Like no one's disrupted it. What we have Victoria's Secret. Even Skims with her nipple bra. Yeah. Did you see the nipple bra? Yeah. Thoughts. I know she was it was like comedic. I just watched one video. But I was like, it's a little bit I just don't find that funny and kind of a little bit undermining. But hey, it's Kim Kardashian, so See, I had a different take on it, a completely different take. I thought it was so good. Yeah. And I read all the comments and I guess it's maybe made for a specific group of people because a lot of people were like, oh my goodness, I love this. I've had a double mastectomy or I've had like inverted nipples after like the surgery and now I get to wear this and feel womanly. Like for some people, mm. it like gave them the chance. For people that don't know what we're talking about, Skims came out with a bra which has built-in nipples nipples like the outline (laughs) the outline so if you wear the bra and then put a shirt on it looks like you're not wearing a bra and your nipples are like poking not out of the shirt but like under the shirt yeah I don't have a problem with the product itself I just didn't think her video was funny no it wasn't funny yeah so I was like I mean if people want to have their nipples showing because I do especially with different outfits like I can see how that would complete the outfit and look kind of like hot. But yeah, I just didn't think her video itself was funny. 
And I was like, that's we're covering a lot of topics today, but to go back to what you were saying around like mentors, I really want to emphasize like you find brands that are doing really cool things. You find who owns those brands, you follow them and just engage with their content. Like I would say people are going to notice, like I notice even with the account with you know, the followers that we have, I notice when people comment consistently and I almost look forward to them. And sometimes we DM and I'm like, oh my goodness, like I've known, you've followed us since 2020. I remember you. Sometimes I check up on them. Like they'll send me a DM and I'm like, oh my God, I haven't heard from you in a while. Like you haven't been commenting. Are you okay? (laughs) What's going on, sweetie? Yeah. So follow people that you are inspired by and maybe it's not them that you're going to be able to access, but if you, you know, strike up a conversation in the DMs or share something helpful and just become in their periphery, they might not have the capacity to meet up with you, but they might recommend someone else. And it might not be, you know, the biggest $10 billion company CEO that you're meeting with, but you might find all these other really cool people that they hang out with that they're like, oh, well, I don't have the capacity to take you out for coffee, but like, so-and-so might. That's the other thing. Don't reach out and be like, hey, can we have a coffee as a completely brand new person that has never engaged with them? Like become online friends for a little bit, Mm -hmm. have some back and forths, chat a little bit, see if you vibe even in the messages or comment section. You know, you just want to build that online friendship, that rapport, and then you're going to be able to ask them out for, you know, a virtual coffee I have had the chance to do that with a lot of people and only once in my life has someone said to me point blank, I would like to be your mentor. It's never a conversation. It's never said because they, as a mentor, they don't want to put that word out there because that's quite a responsibility. Mm. You almost feel, even in your eyes, like as a mentee, you look at them and you're like, of course, they'd be an amazing mentor. That mentor is still a human who still has their own doubts. And it's really hard for someone to say, I will mentor you because the mentor might be like, who am I to say that? Like, Mm. I don't want to sound really up myself and be like, oh, hey, Maya, I want to be your mentor. Because what if Maya actually doesn't even think what I'm doing is that great? (laughs) Like, this could backfire. It never does, but like, this could backfire. Right. Okay. So they've got their reservations. It's not that they don't want to mentor you. They just don't want to use that term because one, it's like, am I even good enough to mentor Maya? But then two, they might think, if I say I'll be their mentor, I am putting it into the universe that I am now responsible and I have to make time. And it's just a level of like commitment that I don't want to be like, yeah, every single month let's meet up. But if it's a casual relationship where it's like, hey, if you've got any questions, just reach out. That might be every week for one month. And then we go radio silent for six months and then you come back and no, no one feels bad because it wasn't a contract. Mm, okay. That makes sense as well because, you know, people might have, a, of course, a different opinion of what being a mentor is and they might be like, oh, I actually don't have capacity. Even if they want to do that, like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't because with that I can understand there would come expectations. Whereas when you're like, we're friends and I am providing support and guidance when you need every like once in a while. That is a lot more achievable for most people because, you know, people have a lot of stuff going on, especially business owners. So Yeah, like the person that I'm kind of, I like see as someone that's doing really well, like sometimes we'll have 
And again, I don't think I've ever called her my mentee. I don't think she would even call me her mentor. But like, I, I'm like, okay, do you want to come over and have dinner? And let's just like talk it out. And then we like don't talk for like four months. And then it's like, oh, it's been a while. Should we grab coffee? Is there anything I can help you with? But like, I would never go up to her and be like, I'm your mentor, right? Because what right. if she's like, no, we're just friends. Oh my God, that's yeah. embarrassing. Like, when? <laughs> yeah. You're like, so all those times I came over for dinner was just <laughs> business? Obviously. <laughs> Sam, how has having a mentor changed your approach to entrepreneurship and decision making? I always used to hear the quote, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go with people, or like mm. work with people. And I used to hate that quote because I was like, but I do want to go alone. It's a skill that I'm learning to be collaborative because I didn't have to be growing up. Like I just, every business, every decision, like when I went to buy my first house, I didn't consult anyone. I like showed the house to my parents online. Like I was like, oh, do you like this house on trade me? They're like, yes. I was like, okay, I just bought it today. Like I am just, I make decisions by myself. It's just the way I am. And so it has been amazing for me to, I'm so glad I did this, to have opened up to just being aware like I will never know it all and there are other people that have done it far better than me far quicker than me they are more intelligent and the fact that they're giving me time in their day to explain things out to me like when I started with podcast advertising I didn't know how it worked and my friends were like oh Simran like there's burned in ads where an ad is there forever there's also dynamic ads and this is how we do it on you know the my millennial money podcast or like the she's on the money podcast and they'd be like oh like this is how you do this oh you need like a media kit this is our media kit this is how we talk to brands and so to have that from people has just been so helpful it makes you so just like happy that there is so many fantastic people in the world that want nothing more than to just see you succeed and mm -hmm. I have a lot of friends that have exited companies where they've grown a company they've then sold it off for a lot of money and to be able to go up to them and be like hey I don't know what to do next and then be like oh well this is how I did it this is how I did that do you even want to exit maybe you don't like this was the benefits of getting VC I had one friend be like I went into private equity with my company and I'd never do it again. Don't do that. Like I'm learning life skills and business skills that are worth a hundred lifetimes mm. and I'm learning them in 30 minutes. Yeah. And that is so valuable. It's just amazing. And I used to always say, oh, like what's the need of a mentor? Like if I want to learn anything, I can just do it by Googling it or reading a book. Like why get personal mentorship whether it's paid or unpaid when I can just read you know best practices on a book for $30 or listen to a podcast like, like mm. this one but the <laughs> benefit is it's personalized and that's been a huge help so you could listen to a podcast and you know it might be a little bit more generic it might be like these are the things that you could do to grow your company but when you have a mentor they can look at you and see you and be like these are the things you can do to grow your company, but I can tell that you have this personality problem. <laughs> like I can tell that you really <laughs> struggle to let go of control. So you need to focus on that first. Right. Yeah. A book's not going to tell you that because <laughs> no, you can't see no. it. The, the book doesn't know what your issues are. And so to have it, like someone be like, oh, you've got this issue or on the flip side, you're really valuable in this place. Like I remember someone telling me at the start of my journey, I'm pretty sure it was Glenn. 
he said something along the lines of like, you're really speaking to the next generation of investors. And I was like, I don't know that about myself, but I ran with it because I was like, actually, you're right. And that wouldn't have come from a book. Mm, Yeah. And just again, it's just so beneficial on so many ways, like from what I hear from a business perspective and then also a personal one, because they can also empower you, support you and provide you a wealth of knowledge that you wouldn't have even known without them. And they also do something that I never even considered, but they open you up to their network. So they might say like, like sometimes I'll sit with someone and I'm helping them out and then they'll be like, oh, and you know, I'm really interested in doing this. And I'm like, oh, okay. You're interested in growing your newsletter. I know like one of the world's best newsletter marketers and she'll be happy to chat with you. You know, like this is her email or like the amount of people that I have had the opportunity to meet as a result of a mentor being like, let me open up my network to you has been astronomical and vice versa. Like it's just insane. And, you know, life is all about how you can help others. And it's all about, I think to a degree, like how you can reach others and the fact that a mentor lets you have that. I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't know people would just happily be like, oh, like let me put you in touch with so-and-so. Mm. Oh, that's so lovely. Do you have any final things that we should know about having a mentor, finding a mentor, or any final words of wisdom? I would say, you know when people say to you, like, when you're looking for a relationship, stop looking. Like, they'll come to you and you're like, shut (laughs) up. (laughs) You're like, that is not what I want to hear. Mentorship is a little bit like that. Finding a mentor is a little bit like that. You're going to just keep building what you're building like stay in your lane, like keep driving. But if someone piques your interest, like definitely offer them value and build a friendship and then see if there is any help that they can provide you. And I think it's always really helpful to mention like, by the way, like this is my specific problem that I need a hand with. Don't say like, hey, I'd love like mentorship. People will run the other way. They're so scared of commitment. But if you Mm, go, hey, my specific problem is I'm really struggling to – figure out how to like monetize my company or I'm struggling with how to create a subscription for my company. I know that's what you're an expert in. Do you have any books, resources, or someone I could chat to, or would you even be available yourself for like a coffee? Mm -hmm. And that's how you get started. You build a rapport, you have fun. And then at the end of it, you go, this was really great. Like, if you have anything I can help you with, please let me know. Like, can I reach out to you again in like a couple of months time with an update? And they'll be like, yeah, sure. Like, happy to help. Or they'll say, yes, sure. I charge for these services. And then that way you can kind of, you know, set an idea of how you can help them. Sometimes that mentorship is paid. I've done paid mentorships. Sometimes they are friendships that you have for a year and you're like, wait, is this my mentor? (laughs) So it's no one size fits all kind of approach. Building a relationship and connecting with people. Absolutely. And I have to say, maybe it's a bit unfair, but sometimes it's nothing to do with you. It's just if they see themselves in you, that's how they take you on. And so if you want someone to mentor you and they don't, it's nothing personal. Like I can't see it being a case of like, oh, you've got a bad business. It's just, they want to be able to help in the best way that they know they can. And so 
sometimes you just meet someone and you're like, oh, I really like this person. And sometimes you meet someone and you're like, this person looks like my childhood bully and I just, I can't. Mm, yeah. And that's just the way of life. Yeah. So don't take rejection personally. I've had people, I once messaged someone who was like, such a big shot and I was like hey can we go out for coffee no context nothing that I could ask help for and they were like maybe later and it never <laughs> happened and I was like oh my god I can't believe I did that rejection is redirection rejection is redirection mm-hmm. well I hope you found this episode helpful I hope you've been able to understand the importance of mentors you know the change it's had on my life how you go about finding one how to have one without ever using the m word it's definitely changed my approach to entrepreneurship and decision making and it's really interesting but i recommend everyone should have one whether it's in your corporate space whether it's in your nine to five whether it's in building a business it just Be open to help and be open to change and be open to feedback. That will get you a lot further than my old approach, which was like, I can Google it. I don't need one. I read books. I'm a smart, independent woman and I have the internet and I'll figure it out. (laughs) Resourceful queen. All right. Well, I hope you enjoy this episode and I'll see you next week, Maya. Kaki Pesim. Bye. Bye. And as always, to finish off with our disclaimer. Girls That Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We are not financial advisors. The advice from Girls That Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances. Always do your research and please use your due diligence. Alrighty, till next time team. Bye.